everyone. This is Mahit here, Senior Associate at Game Changer Law Advisors. In today's podcast, I'll be discussing some of the key legal aspects and set of rules that footballers should be aware of while signing their first professional contract with their clubs. Uh, this podcast hopes to serve as a useful and practical tool for educating young players about some of the important aspects that they have to be mindful of while signing their first professional contract. First one being knowing the rules of the game. As one would agree, the AIFF regulations on the status and transfer of players, which is actually derived from the FIFA regulations, are extensive and complex. In broad terms, these regulations set out rules concerning the status of players, their eligibility to participate in organized football, and their transfer between clubs belonging to different associations. Uh, the AIFF regulates many activities relating to the athlete's participation in organized football. For example, player registration by the club on the CRS, uh, maintenance of contractual stability, uh, which is the provision which talks about termination of player contract due to just cause and what are the consequences arising out of such termination. And it's not a bad thing for a young player seeking their first professional contract <coughs> to seek a broad understanding of what the regulations cover. We as lawyers have often come across several instances where athletes have submitted forged documents while registering themselves at the club and consequently the disciplinary committee has gone hard against the athletes and the club on several occasions. It is important for athletes to be appraised about the consequences of such actions and the impact that it would have on their professional careers given that it has been discovered on several occasions that such fraudulent registrations is manipulated either by the coaching staff or guardians. Another important set of guidelines which players ought to keep in mind and follow strictly are the rules framed by the club internally with regard to their on-field and off-field behavior uh, or uh, the player should not indulge uh, during the course of the season. While the player contract would make a reference to the club's policies and guidelines, it would be pertinent for the players to actively seek a copy of these rules and guidelines and keep themselves informed about the same. The second key aspect would be to understand what sort of contract can you agree with a club if you are a minor, typically seen with young players. So the AIFF and the FIFA regulations on the status and transfer of players specifically state that players under the age of 18 can only enter into contracts of less than 3 years in duration and with clubs in a given geography. They prevent the international transfers of young players, except in exceptional circumstances. So until, a player is, uh, so, until a player is over the age of 18, an international playing contract is not on the card unless the player's parents move to a country in which the player's club is based, and or two, the player lives within, within the 50-kilometer radius of the national border, and the registering club is also within the 50 kilometers of the same border. Or if the transfer transfer takes place within India and the player is aged between 16 and 18, in this case, the new club must fulfill certain obligations and these obligations include providing the player with adequate football education and or training that is in line with the highest national standards, guaranteeing the player an academic and or school or vocational education in addition to his football education of course. And also upon registration of such player, provide the relevant association with proof that it is complying with the aforementioned obligations. The third important aspect would be your player contracts. So this is the contract which a player would be signing with this club. So here I would like to just highlight few of certain clauses which uh, we as lawyers have often seen to be 
missed or committed uh, while a player is uh, negotiating his uh, uh, his agreement with the club so first off is one to understand the duration of the contract so always check how long are you contracting for and whether you can terminate the contract if the relationship doesn't work out as you expected now this is a common pitfall faced by footballers this is where the whole provision of contractual stability mentioned under the AFF regulations on the status of transfer of players comes into play the provision stipulated under article 19 of the AFF regulations explicitly state that a contract between a professional and a club may only be terminated upon expiry of the term of the contract or by mutual agreement or two a contract may be terminated by either party without consequences of any kind that is either payment of compensation or imposition of sporting sanctions where there is just cause however what would be construed as just cause would vary on a case to case basis thirdly the uh, the rules prescribe the minimum uh, prescribe that the minimum length of a contract shall be from the effective date until the end of the season uh, and the maximum length of the contract can be 5 years where also it is advisable for the players to understand the consequences arising out of breach of his or her contractual obligations during the protected period which may be which will be outlined in the contract another key concept here would be is sporting just cause which has often surfaced, uh, which has surfaced up one too many times where uh, that you have a player may want to ensure uh, that the agreement provides for termination of a contract for sporting just cause wherein an established pro- professional who has in the course of the season appeared in less than 10% of the official ma- matches in which uh, in which his club has been involved may terminate his contract prematurely on the grounds of sporting just cause and also here due consideration shall be given to the player circumstances in the appraisal of such cases again the existing of sporting just cause shall be established on a case by case basis in such a case sporting sanction shall not be imposed though compensation may be payable another key uh, provision which you probably want to look for in your uh, player contract that is if you are participating especially participating uh, in the domestic leagues in india is the uh, release of players for national football championships that's for santosh trophy where a club which has registered a player who is eligible to play for the state association of which the club is a member or where the player is a permanent resident of such respective state the club is obliged to release such player to participate in the national football championship for the santosh trophy here the, the so as uh, as i was mentioning the player should ensure that he resumes his duty with his club within the prescribed timelines and now coming down to commercial terms but what's here critical is to understand the commercial terms of any contract and how this might affect you uh, as your circumstances change what may seem like a good deal actually at the time you 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 signing the contract might turn sour as uh, as the circumstances changes also clubs these days often classify the compensation component into two separate heads fixed pay and variable pay so it's an exercise which is generally now we are seeing being practiced in lot of these elite clubs in europe where essentially the fixed pay is saying for example is capped to 1 lakh rupees and this fixed pay of 1 lakh rupees would be paid to the player irrespective of the player plays for a minute or the whole game or if the player is not even in the squad so what clubs in europe essentially are doing now is uh, what they're trying to do is reduce the fixed amount and increase the variable amount and now what is this variable amount subject to if the so the variable amount would be payable if the player plays 
uh, in a particular game or if the uh, or, or if the team wins a particular game in which the player has participated or if the player scores a goal so there's a lot of contingencies uh, attached for the payment of this variable amount so i and why since the inception of uh, this classification and this uh, method of structuring the compensation uh, package players are uh, negotiating uh, players are also negotiating on these commercial terms that is uh, say for example if they know that they are uh, they are good enough to play in the first team what they are, tend to do is they ask for a lower uh, uh, fixed pay and a uh, and a higher variable pay so the, those are some of the uh, creative ways of how clubs have gone about in structuring the commercial terms so these are few few of the broad clauses which you can uh, probably look uh, which uh, you can pay attention to and uh, see if you can negotiate with the club the fourth important point uh, which i would like to talk about is uh, also for a player to understand is whether the contract that you are signing is a good deal so essentially does the contract set up the best deal for you so look past the financial uh, advice word of advice here for the players is for them to look past the financial package being offered and make sure that the deal set out in the agreement allows you to develop to your full potential also just another word of advice here is while you negotiating with the club the club will be acting in their best interest which may not be aligned with what you would be expecting for example and there is something which uh has been uh, observed uh, in uh, premier leagues and uh, uh, and in several other clubs as uh, uh, clubs in europe as well where clubs don't only scout for the best talent they reserve them too and while one club may offer you slightly more financially you may find yourself on the bench indefinitely or on long, long term loan to a club in a lower tier which from a professional standpoint or uh, or from you developing yourself as a sports person would not actually would not essentially tick the box so as i was saying this uh, this is something increasingly reported as a growing problem in english football and it's not unusual for clubs to lure players in with generous packages partly to stop competitors from signing them so it is important to know that you can negotiate and change the terms of the deal if you are not happy with it word of advice again is do not feel pressured uh, do not feel pressured into immediately signing the first version of the contract that is handed to you and the last piece of advice is what i would like to give uh, young footballers is also is talk to a professional and take advice from them although paying for say lawyers accountants and financial advisors can seem an expensive affair sound advice from trusted and regulated professionals who are acting on your behalf and in your best interest can help you avoid a whole host of problems later down the line So I hope this podcast has been useful to the listeners and budding footballers out there. So please do drop your feedback or queries to mahit@gamechangealot.com. Thank you for your time.